0: Cheating may help you get ahead in life, but will cheating make you a happy person? InfoTracks' Roy Mackey is back with the details. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. Dr. Jan Stetz is a sociology professor at the University of California, Riverside, and she was the lead author of this study. Your study examined happiness in a morally challenging situation. So let's start there. What sort of morally challenging situation?
1: Well, I essentially designed a study where participants were given a task, a test, there was an incentive for them to do well, to make money, but during the test, they were given the opportunity to cheat, and we showed them a way in which they could cheat, but asked them not to, of course, cheat, so they knew how to cheat, and so the cheating was actually the morally challenging situation.
0: So after you put them in this situation, you measured the happiness of both groups, those who did or did not cheat? Correct. And tell us what you found.
1: We found that among those who didn't cheat, there wasn't really anything about the situation that produced that happiness. They were just basic characteristics that they were male or female, black or white. So those demographic characteristics seem to be more influential, but when we looked at those who cheated, what we found was that the cheating was significantly related to their moral identity, and in particular, the discrepancy between how they saw themselves as a moral person and how they thought other people would see them as a moral person following their cheating behavior. And one of the things that we found was that the higher the moral discrepancy, the more individuals were unhappy with themselves. The frequency of cheating reduced happiness for those who were working alone, but not for those working in a group. So that was an unexpected finding. And what we think may be going on is when you cheat in a group, you may become not as recognizable as to the person actually doing the cheating and so this anonymity makes you more likely to cheat and therefore you become relatively unaffected by that cheating behavior or people may cheat in a group because they feel like they're doing it in the service of the group so that bad behavior is not going to reflect poorly on their own feelings It's only when people are acting alone and they reflect upon what they're doing and they become much more aware of, in fact, what they're doing. And that awareness may, in fact, be enough to make them feel bad following that cheating behavior.
0: What percentage of your subjects did cheat?
1: Only about 30%, so it was relatively low.
0: I would think that, the only reason they would be unhappy is if they got caught, but that's not really the case here, is that they weren't caught, they just cheated and felt bad about it.
1: Right. And the feeling bad was reflecting upon how significant others would view their behavior had they known that they had cheated. So people assess who they are on a moral dimension, and then are asked to think about how moral other people would see them, given what they've just done. And so we do see that it's not only how you see yourself in moral terms, but how you think other people see you after you've done a bad thing that's going to influence how you feel about yourself.
0: Were there common characteristics in the personalities of those who cheated or those who didn't?
1: The biggest characteristic was who was more likely to get correct answers, and those people who were getting more correct answers, and therefore had no reason to cheat, didn't cheat. Because they were able to do it on their own. They were able to complete the task on their own. So I think what happens is that when people get into situations, the reason why they open themselves up to illegitimate avenues to get what they want is because the situation is challenging to them and they don't think that they're gonna succeed on their own through legitimate means. So they resort to illegitimate
0: me. Fascinating study. Dr. Jan Stetz, sociology professor at the University of California, Riverside. Thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of InfoTrack. Thanks to this week's InfoTrack reporter, Roy Mackey. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer. Internet services courtesy of pair.com InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks in Chicago. And I'm Chris Whitting. Till next week, thanks from all of us for tuning in to InfoTrack.